Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Cupid's House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Father, we want to thank you for your presence. We thank you for your word that is anointed. Thank you that you are going to instruct us and you are going to bless us. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to turn your Bibles to 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. It's a scripture that is popular, is well known, and the scripture says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. So I want to talk about forces of divine healing or forces of divine health. And we're going to concentrate on the presence of God. We're going to concentrate on the presence of God. But one of the forces of divine health, the scripture we just read talks about the end product of humility, prayer, seeking the face of God, turning from our wicked ways. Then the Lord says that there shall be open heavens, there shall be forgiveness of sins. The end product of that, one of the end product of that is open heavens, is also forgiveness of sins and healing of the land. I believe strongly that this season is a season where we need the healing of this earth that we find ourselves in. Today in Ghana, it was declared as a national day of fasting and prayer. So people of all was Christians and all other um, worships have had a time to fast and pray to seek the face of our God. For us Christians, we have been seeking the face of the Lord Jesus Christ. And likewise, other brethren who also believe in other things. But what's important is that we, the children of God, who are called by his name, we have come before the Lord to seek his face. And one of the end product of seeking his face, humbling ourselves, and uh, praying is that he is going to hear us from heaven. He is going to forgive our land, and he is going to heal our land. So possibly I should title this message, Healing for the Land, and uh, it will be great as a title as well. So here we know that our fasting and prayers today is going to lead to the healing of our land. Now, if our land is going to be healed, we have to understand that God is committed to our health. God is committed to our health. Many people are at fear, they are in panic, they are in the state of anxiety because They don't know the will of God for our lives. As a nation, as a people, as individuals, as families and households, God is committed to our health and welfare. Look at this scripture in Psalm 107 verse 20. In Psalm 107 verse 20, God is committed to the health and welfare of people who are in Zion. He said, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction." you would acknowledge with me that 
coronavirus, the COVID-19, is a destruction of life. I mean, today, um, some people have died again. And it's, it's clear that destruction is on the loose through this pale horse that has, have, has been conjured from the gate of hell onto the earth to waste lives. But the Bible is very clear that God sent his word to heal them. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So you see clearly that the word of the Lord is coming to you because God wants to heal our our earth. He wants to heal the continent of this earth. He wants to heal our nation. And he wants to deliver us from this destructive force that is stronger than any human force. And so... This scripture is very potent. This scripture is very powerful. If you look at Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17. Because you see, when you don't know that God is committed to your health, it becomes something like a rough sketch for you. He said, for I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they call thee an outcast, saying, this is Zion, whom no man seeketh after. So here, Zionite, the Lord promises to restore unto us our health and heal our wounds. So some have been infected already. God promises to heal your wounds. Some need restoration of our health and God has promised that he is going to restore our health unto us and he is going to heal our wounds because we have been called outcasts. There are some entities somewhere that say, look, the people in Zion are struggling, they are suffering, but because we are seeking after the Lord, the Lord says he will restore our health unto us. So this is the will of God. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health. So it is the will of God for you and I to be in good health. I am the Lord that healed thee. I sent forth my word and then I heal you. Now, one of the keys to the healing of this earth, to the health of this earth, is living in the presence of God. And today as we have spent time, America had a national day of prayer in the White House with the president. We are also... Uh, still in a state of fasting and praying. Some churches are doing 30 days fasting and praying. It doesn't matter what your faith is. Staying in the presence of God is a key to the health of a nation. Key to the health of a household. is key to the health of an individual. And we're going to go through that. And I'm going to point to you some of the benefits when you stay in the presence of God. It brings to you. But in Exodus chapter 34, verse 28 to 30, let's just read that scripture. Very beautiful scripture. And he was there with the Lord 40 days and 40 nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water. And he wrote upon the tables... The words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. So he's talking about Moses who went to the mountain of the Lord to receive the Ten Commandments. And verse 29 says that, And it came to pass, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. Moses did not know that 
as he came down from the top of the mountain, the presence of the Lord, 40 days and 40 nights, he did not know that his face was shining. The skin of his face, his whole skin was glowing, was shining. I mean, it was shining. It was, it was nice. And his face was glowing. The radiation of the glory of the Lord from his face was so much for the people to behold. If you read verse 30, it's even more beautiful. In verse number 30, he says that, and when Aaron and all the children of Israel saw Moses, behold, the skin of his face shone. And they were afraid to come nigh unto him. So Aaron and the people saw Moses and they said, Wow, this is my brother. And look at his skin and his face is shining. So Moses stayed with God until the presence of God saturated him. Living in the presence of God is a key to getting into the realm of saturation. Anything you tarry around for long will saturate you and give you the opulent fragrance of that particular thing. If you if you eat onion, you are going to just begin to belch onion. You stay around garlic, you smell. You stay in the kitchen and you'll be smelling like kitchen. So Moses stayed in the presence of God and it was like, this is like a nail that has been glued to a magnet and once it stays so glued to the magnet for a long time, when the nail is separated from the magnet, the nail develops the capacity to attract magnetic element itself. So that is what happens when we stay in the presence of God. Because of the glorious saturation, Moses couldn't naturally decay. You see, when you stay in the presence of God, you cannot decay naturally. And as a nation, as we have fasted and we have prayed today, God promises to heal us. And I believe he's already healed us. This coronavirus is going to be history. It is already history. It's a goner. That, that we will not seek the face of God and bow before God and bow before coronavirus. We cannot bow before God and bow before a demon. We cannot bow before God and bow before a virus. No matter how potent that virus is. Because we have sought the Lord, we have bowed before him. We will not bow to this giant in the mighty name of Jesus. He was so saturated with the presence that age could not kill him. Moses could not die by age. God had to himself redraw him from the face of the earth. God took him away because he stayed in the presence of God. There's a thing about the presence of God. It's a preservative. The presence of God preserves us from the decay of this life. So as a nation, as a people, as we have come unto God today, it shouldn't be like we went into a holy place and we checked out. We need to stay in the presence of God. And in a period where most nations are in a lockdown, America is in, in a, some states are in a lockdown, UK is completely locked down, India, in many countries, Italy, locked down. Um, some countries, I think Rwanda is locked down. It's time for you to seek the face of God. Stay in the presence of the Lord and get saturated with the presence of the Lord. So why am I talking about the living in the presence of God? Number one, the presence of God is the depot of life. In Psalm 16 verse 8 to 11, the presence of God is the depot of life. Anyone, Psalm 16, 
verse 8 to 11. The Bible said, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. Verse 9. Therefore my heart is glad, my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. 10. For thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Verse 11. Thou will show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So clearly you see verse 10. I love verse 10 and I love verse 11. Can you give me verse 10 again? For thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. We are the seed of Abraham. God will not suffer us to see corruption. He will not leave our soul in hell. He has promised to heal us. Verse 11. He says, you, thou, thou will show me the path of life. So in the presence of God, we have a pathway to life. That's why I'm saying that. The presence of God is the depot. Is the distribution hub, is the storehouse for life. Anyone who stays in the presence of God generates the God kind of life in them. As a nation waits and tarries before God, we receive. What does a depot do? A depot is not just, it's not a manufacturing place, but it's a distribution point. A depot is a storehouse. It's a, the presence of God is a storehouse of power. It's a distribution point of power and life. Anyone who stays in the presence of God can give life. If the spirit of he that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, the same spirit shall quicken your mortal. You become like a battery that can charge another battery. So connection with God is connection with life because the presence of God is a connection with God. And that connection is a connection with life. So God is ancient. God is never aged. His living multiplies his own life. As long as God lives, it multiplies his own life. So is a man who dwells in the presence of God. Your life keeps increasing. It keeps multiplying. As you dwell, Moses dwelt in the presence of God. He could not see decay. He could not see decay. Jesus was always in the presence of the Lord. And he, he laid down his life and he rose up again. Number two, the presence of God is the depot of strength and energy. When we stay in fasting, in prayer, and we stay continually in the presence of God, it becomes a depot of strength and energy for us. Psalm 84 verse 7. And this is a promise for all Zionite. Very powerful. Psalm 84 verse 7 says, They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. So people who appear before God, stay in his presence, they go from strength to strength. Don't let it be that you are in the house to while away time and you don't know even what to do with your time. It's time to stay in the presence of the Lord. Get connected actively to the presence of God. He said, you will go from strength to strength. It's a depot for strength and energy. A depot for strength. People that stay in the presence of God, they have an unusual strength and they have an unusual energy. If you read Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, it says, They that wait upon the Lord, they shall renew their strength. Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. 
and they shall walk and not faint. So you see, strength and energy renewed here because of the presence of God. So as you tarry in the presence of God, his energy base becomes your energy base. And his energy becomes the source of our energy. And he renews our strength and energy from time to time. So the presence of God renews life and strength for you and I. That is why we are talking about, I will put you in front, in front of my melody. You are all that matters. I will make room for two, you and I, Jesus. This period should be a room you and Jesus will have an interaction by you staying in the presence of God. The Bible said they that dwell in the secret places. There are dwellers and there are guests of a presence. If you make yourself a dweller of the living presence of God, he will energize you and he will strengthen you. Number three, the presence of God is a depot of healing and deliverance. People who stay in the presence of God, they see healing and they see deliverance. In Acts chapter 10 verse 38, it's a depot of healing and deliverance. Acts chapter 10 verse 38, look at this. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. For God was with him. So for God was with him is the presence of God with him. And that presence of God with him gave him power to heal and to deliver all that were oppressed. All that were sick. He had the power to deliver and to heal because the presence of God was with him. So God with him made devils and sickness to cry out of people. When the presence of God is with you, devils and demons cry out of you. You don't need to shout. You don't need to scream. And the demons will recognize who you are and what you carry. Because the presence of God is what sharpens your divine nature. The presence of God. You can have a divine nature and you are still dull. Because you are potential. You have potential for power. But the presence of God sharpens you. And you don't need to be screaming. You don't need to be shouting. If you look at Ben-Hin praying for the sake. It's not a matter of shout. But the presence of God is there. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Because you are home. I want to give you a lot of scriptures. Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Like I'm talking. As I'm talking right now. The presence of God. The power of God. Is being transmitted unto you. And it came to pass on a certain day. As he was teaching. That there were Pharisees and doctors of the Lord sitting by. Which were come out of every town of Galilee. And Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. He was teaching. He was not even preaching. He was teaching like I'm talking to you. And the Bible said that people from all walks of life, from all cities, they were there. Lawyers were there. Doubters were there. And the power of God was present to heal. Healing was connected to the presence of God through the teaching of the word. So as you are listening right now from the comfort of your home or in your car, the presence of God is available to heal right now. And I know that many are sick. 
I know that many are even sick without knowing all over the world and many are visibly sick. But I'm telling you that the presence of God is healing you tonight. The presence of God is setting you free tonight. As we stay and dwell in the presence of the Lord, we are going to see the healing of the Lord. Why? Because the presence of God is accompanied by his power. God's presence makes sure that it delivers power unto the believer. Now, knowing this, you and I must know keys to his presence. We are fasting, we are praying, we are seeking the face of the Lord. What are the keys to the presence of God? Because you see, it gets to a point where you walk with God, you just move away from the presence of God. And you become a grammar-speaking believer. You become just a title-bearing believer. There is no active connection. There must be an active connection for the presence of the Lord to flow in your life. It is not every tap that the water flows through. Because some of the tubes are choked. You can be a believer whose spiritual tubes are choked. Because there are things that energize that activate that entertains the presence of god in our life number one is a life of uprightness a life of uprightness one of the keys to entertaining the presence of god is the life of uprightness psalm 24 verse 3 to 4 in psalm 24 verse 3 to 4 the bible talks about the earth being the of the lord and all of that say who shall ascend unto the hill of the lord or who shall stand in his presence who shall stand in his holy place and look at the qualification. He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully. I believe that God has already healed this land. The coronavirus is not going to be here with us again because the Lord has shown us mercy already. But it says that people who stand in his holy place, in his presence, must be people who have not lifted up their heart unto vanity, they have clean hands, and they have not sworn deceitfully. So a lifestyle of uprightness is a lifestyle that dwells or that has the company of the the presence of God. So a lifestyle of uprightness makes God take pleasure in dwelling in you, with you, and around you. So when you are someone who is always defiling yourself in the mud, you know, that's why I said, don't go back to your spitting. Don't, don't go, don't be like a pig that goes back into his death because God is holy and he needs people who have a holy mindset to relate with you. There are people you don't relate with. Why? Because of their lifestyle. Basically so. Or how they appear. So you don't with their attitude, their appearance, sometimes the, the way they smell or the grooming of people can make you connect or disconnect. Spiritually, when you don't live an upright life, it makes it difficult for the presence of God to be with you. And staying away from the presence is staying closer to diseases, staying closer to distraction. Absence from the presence of God is being present with distraction. Number two is a life of humility and hunger for God. If you are hungry for God, the presence of God will stay with you. Isaiah 57 verse 15. In Isaiah 57 verse 15, you should be hungry for God. If you have humility and hunger for God. Look at what the Bible said. And flame, it said, for thus saith the Lord, 
For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabited eternity, whose name is holy. And look at what he's saying. I dwell in the high and holy place with him also that is of a contrite and a humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite one. So he says that I dwell in the high and holy place with who? With him also that is of a contrite and a humble spirit. And when I'm there with the person, I will revive the spirit of the humble and revive the heart of the one who who has a contrite heart. So God says, I dwell in the holy and the high place with the one who is humble and broken in heart. One who is hungry and humble. Some people can be hungry and still arrogant. Some too can be humble and not hungry. You need to be humble and hungry at the same time. You need to be hungry and humble at the same time. Because God keeps his presence with men who are bankrupt of arrogance, pride, who are men who are not self-satisfactory, self-reliant. God keeps his presence with them. People who are not content in themselves as people who have arrived or who have comprehended or apprehended. These are the people God stays with. Humble people. You and I ought to be humble. Your wife be humble. Humble before God. Humble before your husband. Your husband be humble before God. Humble before your wife. Humble before your children. Whoever you are. You see that money is failing. If you are in UK, you can't buy anything from the store except the essentials. It doesn't matter you that like the gold chain, you like the latest dress and all of that. Money is almost failing in the UK. In Italy, some cannot shop for 14 days except going in tents to buy one or two things. And, and sometimes the, somebody, I was speaking to somebody today in UK. He said he ordered for tomato. They said it will come <laughs> like the time the lockdown is supposed to be over. What is the essence of the pounds? So if you steal a lot of the people's money as a corrupt government official and you hoard and hoard and what are you going to buy now? And if you have a Range Rover and you have this and I have this, when you hear people fighting on social media and they are saying, when I bought this house, where were you? I have this, I have that, I have that. You have to be humble. Have a contrite heart. Let your heart be broken. At this point in time, what you have doesn't matter. The rich are dying, the poor are dying. So when you don't recognize your humanity before God, your humanity before men, God himself has a way of crushing the arrogant. He said the Lord humbled, resisted the proud, gives grace to the humble. So if our land will be healed, we need, we need that humility. If the Lord will make himself a friend of you, you need to be humble and you need to be hungry. David said, as the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul longs after you. So as you are in the house, make time to pray. Make time to seek the Lord. Make time to look for God. Make time to be a friend of God. Get closer to God. Number three, key. It's a lifestyle of worship and praise. 
So people are in the house, they are bored, they don't know what to do. It's a lifestyle of worship, a lifestyle of praise. Sometimes the worship can happen without you having music at all. Psalm 22 verse 3. Sometimes it can happen with you having music. But maybe because we are contemporary generation, say, but thou art holy, O thou that inhabited the praises of Israel. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. Anybody who worships the Lord, who has a lifestyle of worship and praise, is going to have God padding him, partnering him. God will come and inhabit your space. I'll put you in front, in front of my melody. You are all that matters. Where would I be, Lord, if I didn't have you in my life? You know, where would I be if I didn't have the Holy Ghost? So, it's when you have the Lord, you are praising him, you are worshipping him. He's filling the atmosphere. He's just moving mightily in your presence. He's moving mightily. He just fills your environment, your atmosphere, and, and, and it's powerful. He just begins to flow mightily in your life like never before. Beautiful. Beautiful. A lifestyle of worship and praise. All praises can sense a unique presence of God with them. If you are someone who worships the Lord, you will sense a unique presence of the Lord with you. So your praises give him, God, an accommodation to inhabit. He has an accommodation to stay with you. It's like sharing a space with God. Sharing a room with God. And the Bible talks about John chapter 4, verse 22 to 24, where it talks about he's seeking they who worship him in spirit and in truth. So as we worship him, but Jesus did not, John chapter 4, verse 20, God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So as we tarry with him, the ones who worship in spirit and in truth are also sought by God. He's seeking they, seeking. People who worship and praise God, God seeks for them. God seeks for them. So the attitude of gratitude makes God chase for men in pleasure. God will be chasing for you. Come around me. I'm looking for you like a a man pursuing a woman. It's even deeper than that. He's seeking for the people who worship him in spirit and in truth. Literally, David was a worshiper. He became a man after God's own heart. When you are lifting worship, you are lifting praise, either in words, in appellations from your heart unto God. You are lifting, saturate your atmosphere with godly music. This is not a time for some bogus music. This is not a time to pollute your environment. This is the time saturating the atmosphere with the presence of God. Watching gospel videos, dancing music from, from the spirit. Beautiful. So, when you saturate your atmosphere with the presence of God in worship and in praise, it's so powerful. And people who worship God, who praise God, God makes them have a progressive life. Look at Psalm 89 verse 15. And I bring the message to an end. Psalm 89 verse 15 is a beautiful scripture. Psalm 89 verse 15 says, Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk. Come on now. If you are with me, say they shall walk. 
They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. The people who know the joyful sound, as you praise God, you will walk in the light of his presence, in the light of his face, in the light of his countenance, because you know the joyful sound. So you shall walk, you will not crawl. You cannot be a true worshiper, a true praiser, and be crawling in life. You will walk in life. You will make progress. You just listen to the word of God. As we stay in the presence of God, the presence of God is going to so saturate us that wherever we go, we'll be walking. We'll be differentiated from the rest of the people. This is a beautiful life. It's a beautiful life that you and I have and we cannot become anything else than what God has called us to become. Today I've brought you the word of God. It's a world of health. It's a word of health. Be a core person in the presence of God. Be someone who is entertaining the presence of God. Look at, look at what the Lord did. The last plague in Egypt was when God caused the Red Sea to swallow Pharaoh and his chariot and horses. What did Moses and Miriam do? Exodus chapter 15 verse 1. Moses sang unto God. If you go to verse 20 and 21. He said, then Moses sang, and the children of Israel, they also sang. Verse 1, give me verse 1. Look at it. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for the Lord has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider has he thrown into the sea. Then look at verse number 20 and 21. Beautiful scripture. And Miriam, the prophetess, the sister of Aaron, took a timbrel in her hand and all the women went out after her with timbrels and with dances. And Miriam answered them, Sing ye to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider has he what thrown into the sea. So we see Moses, a man, singing and praising. Miriam, a woman, singing and praising with all the women. Whether you are a man, you must praise God. You are a woman. You must praise God. And when you are praising God, get other people to praise God. This is not a time for gloom and doom and for crying. It's a time to lift your spirit and begin to praise God and begin to thank him. We have fasted today. We have prayed today. By faith, we know that our God has delivered our land. So it is important for you to also rise up in praise, rise up in worship, and begin to worship Him, begin to praise Him, begin to just bless the name of the Lord. Wherever you are, just begin to bless Him. Before we go to the communion, just begin to bless Him. Just begin to say, thank you, Father. Just begin to say, Father, I thank you that the coronavirus is no, mon- no longer there. I thank you for, your, for hearing our prayers today. I thank you for, for listening to us from your holy place in heaven and healing our land. I thank you for healing all that were sick. Oh, there is none like unto you among the gods who is like unto you. You are glorious in holiness, fearful in praise. You do wonders. That's why Pharaoh and his riders have been collapsed into the Red Sea. I praise you today with all my heart. He said, let everything that has bread begin to pray. He said, 
praise the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song. From wherever you are, I just want you to begin to thank the Lord for the opportunity to fast, the opportunity to pray. We have fasted, we have prayed enough today. We have prayed the prayer of faith. The prayer of faith will heal the land. It will heal the sick. But it's time to praise God. Because the deliverance was not complete until the praises had been grounded. Their praises sealed the deliverance. It was when they were praising that they were seeing them drowning in the water. They were seeing them floating dead on the waters because they were praising the Lord. Child of God, wherever you are, I want you to lift up your voice and lift up your hands and begin to praise Him from wherever you are. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise for your wonders. This is wonderful. You have healed the land. We thank you. We thank you. Kenemo Shatala Bahasa. Yes, we worship you. We honor you. We praise your name. Malu Thank you, Lord. Wherever you are, you can roll on your carpet and bless him. You can stand and bless him. You can raise your hand and bless him. But say something unto the Lord. Father, we enthrone you. We worship your majesty. You are our majestic father. Come on, begin to worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Praise him from the depth of your heart. Thank him. We thank you for Ghana. We give you praise. We give you worship. We give you honor. Come on now, wherever you are, just bless him. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. You have been listening to the Testimony Word Broadcast from the Keeper's House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keeper's House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org one word. For further information, call 244 177 831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.